You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have the full moon at 13 degrees of Sagittarius happening on June 3rd at 8.41 p.m. Pacific, which is 11.41 p.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunation is occurring for you. As we're winding down the spring, we are getting our final full moon for this season. And June's full moon happens to be called the Strawberry Moon. This lunar event got its name from native and ancient tribes through the observation of fruit blooming at this time of year. Strawberries would ripen around this time of year, making it some of the most earliest fruits available for harvest. And hence its name, Strawberry Moon. It's one of those literal things when these moons get their names, but it does have a spiritual meaning to it as well. On an energetic level, this could be a time where you're seeing that some of your goals are taking shape finally. So it could be a time of noticeable evidence that things are starting to ripen for you in your life. On a planetary transits level, this moon is mixed bag. It is rough around the edges in a lot of ways because of some of the stuff that's occurring. We still have that grand cross energy that's around with us. It's weakening, but it has some things that are coming up around it that may activate it, such as Venus going into Leo, because immediately once Venus goes into Leo, it's going to activate that energy again. But overall, we have some sweet spots, but we also have some testy energies going on during this lunar event. So of course, the vibes on the graph are 100% reflective of some of the odd energy that we have going on during this lunation. On the third, we have solitude intersecting romantic energy and emotional sensitivity. The emotional sensitivity is overlapping that romantic energy. So there can be moments where we are feeling either off kilter due to certain things going on in a romantic relationship. We could have moments where we're needing space due to that romantic relationship because we're feeling extra triggery and we're needing to sort out our emotions and ground our energy. From the third all the way up until about the fifth, we still have some stuff coming up with the emotional sensitivity, romance, but also mental energy is intersecting all of that. So we might need to be aware of overthinking things when it comes down to our romantic situations, especially with that emotional sensitivity intersecting that mental energy with the romance there. There could be moments where we're overthinking things and overanalyzing something that is really small and making it into something bigger than what it is. And even though this is a full moon in Sagittarius, which is typically a jolly, jovial, bouncy energy, this can definitely have a little bit of bite to it with these vibes being that way. But here we are at the full moon. We are at the peak of the lunar cycle. This is when we review all the things that we try to build within a sign six months prior in that exact zodiac placement. Moons, we seek to adopt the positive attributes of a sign. So think about what was going on with you around November 22nd of 2022 regarding Sagittarius themes in your life. What positive Saggy traits were you adopting in your life? Because now we're at the peak of the cycle. We look at what's working and what we're ready to launch. We look at the things that need alterations and need to be tweaked before we push them out into the world. But we also look at the things that aren't necessarily working within that energy and what needs to be discarded within that sign. With some of the energy of Sagittarius, have you learned to believe in yourself again and rediscovered faith back in yourself? 
Has this been a period where you've gotten off of a negative loop and you're looking to be more cheerful in your life? Or were you coming off the heels of a very harsh period and looking for your light at the end of the tunnel? One of the amazing things about Sagittarius energy is it gives us that green light to go beyond our limits and to try something new in our lives. One of the reasons why this sign is known for its optimism is it comes right after a dark period. It comes right after a dark night of the soul. And this is because Sagittarius comes after Scorpio. Scorpio has a lot of amazing qualities, beautiful qualities and qualities we need in order to transform. But once you get to the end of the Scorpionic period, you're ready for some brightness in your life. You're ready to come off of a toxic loop. You're ready to shed your skin and make way for something more motivational. Make way for more joy in your life. Because after you go through those hard periods, what you end up doing is savoring all the good stuff in life and learn to appreciate being easy. So this could have been a period where you're wanting to do that. You're also wanting to get faith back in yourself after a hard time as well and boost your confidence and know that you have the ability to go after what you want and be unstoppable. And with this, have you learned how to seize opportunities and take action on your hopes and dreams? One of the other amazing qualities about Sagittarius is, like I was saying before, it's a very confident, self-assured energy, but it pumps us up allowing us to make strides that we never realized that we could make because we feel as though we can overcome obstacles in our life with ease in this energy. And sometimes we need to have that way of thinking rather than feeling as though everything is against us because having that type of mindset keeps us stuck. It keeps us small. It's when we're in a place of hypervigilance. And so we don't take the chances that we need to take because we're nervous and we're afraid. And obviously there's legitimacy to why someone may feel that way, but we can only stay in that position for so long. And the great thing about Sagittarius energy is it causes us to unbridled confidence and see our true potential. And with seeing that potential, has this been a time where you're realizing the trappings of taking things too seriously? Are you wanting to broaden your worldview of things? Are you realizing that you want to live a more limitless life without all the restraints of living one that's filled with restrictions or more or less wanting to live a more non-traditional life, an unorthodox life? And not in the Aquarian sense, but in the free Sagittarian kind of bohemian sense. And not saying that that's the route you might be going, but there's a sense of freedom within that energy that calls to that type of vibe. So if you're working on that, you could be at a period right now where you have a newfound sense of enthusiasm. You're wanting to soak up what the world has to offer. You're wanting to broaden your horizons. And maybe by doing that, you're booking a trip or you're expanding your knowledge or you're going back into education of some sorts, whether that's going back to college or taking courses or certifications. This could be a way that you're broadening your mind within this energy rather than being restricted and rigid in the way you're thinking or the way you're living your life. And sometimes that can look like making a big move out of your city. The great thing about Sagittarius energy is it helps us go beyond our own backyard and see what the world has to offer in that sense. So if you've wanted to do some sort of relocation, Sagittarius is a travel sign, so is Gemini. Whereas Gemini has to do with our own neighborhood, Sagittarius has to do with long distance travel and mostly long distance travel over water, but this could also be cross-country travel as well. But either way, there may be something in you that's wanting a shift from your environment because it's not doing it for you anymore. So maybe this is a time you're seeing that you have the stamina and the things that back you up in order to make a big move like that. 
One of the reasons why Sagittarius is considered a lucky sign is because it helps us look at the world in a very diverse lens so that we can see all the possibilities in front of us. And this creates a sense that luck is on our side. And having this mindset allows us to attract beneficial things to ourselves. So has this been a time where you've been working on that? You've been working on your ability to manifest things to yourself. Sometimes this could look like taking more risk and shooting your shot at opportunities that are in front of you. So this is the type of energy where you aim your arrow in several different directions and hope that one of them lands. Sometimes that spaghetti at the wall thing does work. I don't recommend it all the time, but under the positive influence of Sagittarius, it does work out and it does bring in some luck because you are diversifying your opportunities. It's the philosophy of sometimes you got to get a bunch of no's before you get a yes. And so if you've been working under that, has that been helpful in boosting your confidence and getting rid of rejection dysphoria. Because under the Saggy energy, it doesn't really necessarily sweat the rejection. It more or less says, okay, well, next opportunity. I can't let that no hold me back. I have to dust myself off and try again. So if under this energy, you've been doing that to manifest good things to yourself, then this could be that period where you're starting to see the fruits of your labor. Sometimes manifestation could come in the form of doing vision boards under the energy. This is a very visual energy. It is a very hopeful energy and it has a strong sense of belief. And in order to manifest to yourself, you need to have a strong sense of belief and a sense that these things will come to you and you'll draw them to yourself. So if you've been doing that through journaling or a vision board or other forms of bringing things to you in the form of visualization, then this could be a period where you're seeing that some of those results are starting to fruit for you. So use all of this saggy energy to move past your limits and to reach your light at the end of the tunnel. Let's look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunation. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So yeah, because this is a full moon, we have two chart rulers, Jupiter being the chart ruler for Sagittarius and Mercury representing Gemini because the sun happens to be in Gemini and the moon is in Sagittarius, thus giving us a full moon. Anytime we have an opposition between the sun and the moon, we're at the peak of the lunar cycle. Jupiter, the chart ruler for Sagittarius, is going to connect with Pluto in a complex way. It is coming off that square with Pluto. It's starting to separate, so it is lessening, but it could be a moment where we're having to recognize where we might be more arrogant than we should be, recognize where we're taking more than we should. In other words, not distributing our fair share of the pie with others. And also working on areas where we're exerting our dominance over other people. At least Jupiter is forming a nice connection with Saturn. It hasn't yet perfected. We won't necessarily feel the full effects of this until a few weeks, but we are starting to feel some of the influences with this energy. Jupiter and Saturn will be making a sextile with one another, giving us the confidence we need to take healthy risk in our lives. For this reason, it can help us set up a foundation that leads to abundance in our lives during this lunar event. Mercury is going to be connecting to Uranus in a way that could help us find solutions to a lot of complex problems we're having. So this could be a day of eureka moments. It can help us get out of mental ruts that we might be experiencing. So in a lot of ways, mindset wise, we might feel more energized than typical. There will be a T-square forming from the moon, sun, and Saturn at the apex point during this lunar event, which could create a lot of pressure in terms of working on ego issues and our emotions. 
So this might be a time where we need to get our ego in check. This might be a time where we need to get our emotions in check. We could feel emotionally dysregulated during this lunar event just because our moods are all over the place with everything that's going on with the moon, with the aspects that are going on to this moon. And so we may need to ground our energy and take a more responsible and mature approach to a lot of our situations, even if that's not the course of action we want to take. On top of that, the moon and the sun are making complex connections to Venus and Pluto. And this is where we're getting that emotional sensitivity mixed in with the romantic stuff. So this could bring up problematic conditions in our love life that need to be shifted. This could show us patterns that we need to transform within our unions. This could also show us patterns that we need to transform when it comes down to our financial situations as well. So a lot of unconstructive behavior will be addressed during this lunar event when it comes down to those themes of love and money. Luckily, throughout all this, this moon is making a harmonious connection to Mars, which will allow us to take action on our goals and give us the stamina that we need to move through some of our obstacles like a pro. So even with some of the discouraging things going on, we'll feel motivated to take action on what needs to be taken care of. We'll also have a sense of enthusiasm that things are going to work out for the better in a lot of our situations. So we may have our moments where we're feeling a little bit gloomy about things, but then looking on the bright side of how this could work out down the line in our favor. And this could also help us take the action needed to release ourselves from emotional baggage. So that way when we're moving towards better times and opportunities, we're not carrying around old patterns and stuck emotions that we've developed over time. The signs that will feel this lunation more than others will be the mutable modality. So Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces, between 13 to 23 degrees of these zodiac placements will feel this lunar event more than most signs. So if you have chart points within these signs, planets, or other things within these signs, you're going to feel this lunar event more than others. Anyway, I hope you all have the best full moon in Sagittarius ever. Later and see you in the next episode.